So, you've got an idea for a business. The store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media? Source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Good morning, everyone. This is Sherelle Perkins. This is Power Up Morning Prayer Surge. I'm so glad to be with you this morning. You know, God is awesome. He's so amazing. And he teaches us in his word that life and death is in the power of the tongue. And we will eat. We will eat the fruit of what we say. So it's very important, my my beloved, that we know what to say and how to respond in every situation. Heavenly Father, we praise you, we magnify you, we glorify you, we love you, we worship you. We honor you, Lord. We recognize you as sovereign. We recognize you as holy. We recognize you as magnificent. You are the only wise God. Honor, power, and dominion belong to you and you alone. We bless your holy name. You are holy and magnificent. You are the Lord God Almighty. You are the Ancient of Days. We glorify you in the name of Jesus. We recognize your power. We recognize your splendor. We recognize that you are all that we need. You are an all-sufficient God. You love us with an everlasting love. We are so grateful, so thankful to be part and to be part of what you are doing in the earth right now. I just praise you, Father, for how you are moving in our life. You know, I told you God has been dealing with me with just one word. He's done something a little different today. Because as I began to meditate, I saw God saying, we're going to pray through this all week. And he's dealing with relationships. But today his focus is the power of presence. The power of presence. God wants us to be aware of not only our spoken word, but our presence. Let me give you an example. Forgive me, the printer is printing behind me. But I woke up this morning and I remembered a situation that happened to me in 1997, I believe. I went out of town to a mega conference. I believe in this auditorium, there was over 10,000 people. I saw some of the most miraculous things happen. 
I saw an anointing on a man that he simply waved his hand and everyone went out in the power of the Holy Spirit. I saw all kinds of manifestations of God's presence and his power. Before leaving for that conference, I asked God, I said, God, how does one man lead 20,000 people? Now, I want you to keep in mind that Moses led millions of people. And he also came up with a system to um, for more intimate relationships, leaders under him, all of that. That is still a process. When you get so large, you've got to have under shepherds. You've got to have other leaders helping you out because one man can't do it all. But yet the umbrella was Moses. We don't hear about the other leaders of 50. We hear about Moses and those closely assigned that had specific assignments. So in my situation, I'd ask God about a specific person. I'm not going to mention his name because everybody has their opinions right about now uh, about different people. So his name isn't important. But when I got to this conference, we had had praise and worship, and there was doing the announcements, some housekeeping, and all of a sudden, the whole atmosphere in this auditorium or arena shifted. I saw someone hand the person giving the announcements a note. And they said, Bishop so-and-so just stepped into the building. The whole auditorium shifted because of one man's presence. He wasn't on the platform. He just stepped in the building. And when he stepped, finally got to the platform, there was such a presence of God on him that he looked like a giant. And in the natural, he is not. But he was larger than life. My beloved, that was the presence and power of God resting upon him. Now, I do keep in mind, if you've got 10,000 people going to a conference, they've paid money, they've traveled, they have a mindset that they come, they're coming to do business. That doesn't happen every Sunday morning. It should. You shouldn't go anywhere without the mindset of being in God's perfect will. But we all know that we don't always clear our heart and our mind and pray and prepare ourselves to go to church, which we should. Anytime you gather with anyone, be it saint or sinners, you should prepare your heart first. 
But we know that if 10,000 people gathered together to hear certain speakers, they were pulling, they were praying, they were believing, they were praising. So I'm sure that that helped. But they were doing all of that before he got out of the car. But when he did step into the building, everything changed. Now let's talk about something that recently happened in the world system. We had a recent thing where people were going to a conference and a lot of people got killed. We haven't heard a lot about that. But we did hear a whole lot about a conference that was dedicated or a concert that was dedicated to, to say, Satan. And people are still trying to figure out exactly what happened. But in all of a sudden, after chanting and whatever was going on, people just started dying. And actually, this last concert, the people start having heart trouble. My beloved, there was a presence there. You can have a presence that shifts everything. And it can be godly or it can be diabolical. Let's talk about something a little simpler. Our own life. Have you ever been in a good place, a good spot? Happy, happy, happy in Jesus. Then you connect with another person. When you leave that person, you're no longer happy, happy, happy in Jesus. You might be heavy. You might be angry. You might be a lot of things. But something happened because of the dynamics of you coming together with that person. I shared in our church yesterday about evil confederacies. And I talked about the fact that we can create them with our words. But my beloved, Satan knows how to network people so that he can undermine what God is doing in your life. And there are times, my beloved, that the enemy will begin to send people into your life for the sole purpose of getting you off track. So when you sense a shift in atmosphere, you have to ask yourself what just happened. I was having a not so great day the other day. I was doing really fine. And then the afternoon came and my husband said, Sherelle, who have you talked to today? Because I started saying a whole bunch of stuff that was really not necessary. And when he asked me that question, I remembered the interaction that I had 
And I realize the Bible says corrupt companions, corrupt communications, something like that. I think I'm quoting it kind of wrong. So I'm going to look it up if I can get to it. Jesus said, Jesus said, I only do what I see my father do. We know that Jesus spent time every day with his daddy to get specific instructions on what it was he was to do. And he walked in the revelation of what his father said to do. When you read the Bible, notice Jesus never, when you hear of the miraculous, every situation is different. Because Jesus had to know what that person would need. He planned his day based on what he and God had spoke about. He only did what he saw his father do. And when he and his father was done, he told the disciples, up, oh, y'all can stay here, finish, but I'm leaving. The scripture that I'm talking about So we know from scripture that what we do must line up with what God is doing in that moment. So let's put those two things together. When we are gathering, when we are doing something, when we are meeting, Wherever we go, whatever we do, we need to know the heart of God for that situation. If we know that and we prepare in prayer, then we bring an atmosphere into the connection. Yes, there are some people that the enemy sends to sabotage you, to cause confusion. There are some relationships you can't get away from. Yeah, my word is relationship. I'll give you an example. You can be married to someone that has a spirit of confusion. But as long as you are interacting with them, with your carnal mind, your opinion, your words, you add logs to the fire. So that confusion escalates, you're frustrated, nothing gets done. But what happens if you back up? 
ask God what to do. Refuse to contribute to the confusion. Only give glory and honor to God. You give him your words, you give him your heart. You never drop your guard because you only want to do, there are godly guards that we put up so that we can maintain our the presence of God in our life. When you're a servant of God, you have to be careful. God's called you to wash feet, but you have to do it in such a way that the dirt doesn't get on you. That's why we cover our children with the blood of Jesus before they leave our home. That's why we cover our spouses and we cover ourselves with the blood of Jesus. There's always an enemy lurking to sabotage God's plan and purpose for your life. So we recognize every person brings into our atmosphere who they are and what's operating in them. Lastly, we had a situation in church not too long ago. My heart wanted to see the devil cast out and all these other things. But the Lord told me, do not engage the enemy. Do not try to engage the enemy. Be mindful of what you say. Listen to the responses. Receive my discernment for the situation. So Father God, we come to you today. We realize that every person brings a presence into the atmosphere, whether it be of God, whether it be of the enemy, or whether it, it is of carnality. Father God, we're praying today, Lord, we're praying that you would give us wisdom, wisdom to know how to engage in every relationship that we have. Father God, you know the end from the beginning, and we realize that we are not our own power source. You are our power source. Father God, you are the one from which we take direction. Father God, we realize that your presence is more powerful than the enemy, but we have to engage you in such a way that we walk in your anointing, just like Jesus did. Father God, we want to be able to say at the end of the day, we only did what you told us to do. 
Father God, even when it comes to diet and exercise and house cleaning, going to the grocery, we can hop up, get ready, get busy and do all manner of things and find out that we have been off all day, just pushing and striving and doing. Father, bring us in sync with your Holy Spirit. Let us make those calls that you want us to. We don't draw back in fear. You've not given us a spirit of fear. Let us see clearly your vision, your plan, your purpose for us, Lord God. Father God, we praise you and we magnify you. We thank you for every relationship that we are in, God. Father God, there are those that you have sent into our life in order for us to love, to disciple, to grow. But Father God, we can't do it in our own strength, with our own ability. So Father God, we open up our heart and our mind to hear from you. And Father God, as leader of a congregation and as leader in my home and maybe whatever my assignment is concerning my job concerning the 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 things that I'm working on father god i want to always be led by your holy spirit for father we realize that it's not by power or by might but it's by your Holy Spirit. We recognize the power of the Holy Spirit because you know all things, God. And Father God, those that the enemy has sent in order to sabotage us, to get us off focus, we don't get happy, 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 Lord. We simply say, God, what would you have us to do in every life? And Lord, if a person is part, knowingly or unknowingly, connected to the demonic realm in such a way that they have eyes that the enemy can use to locate us spiritually. Ha, my beloved, the enemy is not all-seeing, all-knowing, and all-existing. He needs human agents to locate us. As a leader, I am mindful of every person that comes through our door in our church. Every person has an agenda. Every person has a presence. So in our life, every person that we interact with has an agenda, has a presence. Father God, give us great discernment to know what to do with every life that we're engaged with. Cover our mind, our heart, our emotions with the blood of Jesus. Cover our ears, our eyes with the blood of Jesus. We thank you, Father God, that we have a presence. We have angelic guards that walk with us. Father God, let us 
engage our, our angels by praying, praising, and seeking you. And Father God, you said we're two or more gathered in your name. There you are, God, in the midst of them. Father God, when we're gathering together, let us not forget to engage your presence. When we're going about our home, let us be mindful, Father, not to take anything for granted. When we're having less than a stellar day, ah, oh, Father, let us go back and reconnect with you. Father, your word says that we are to pray not only daily, but we are to pray all day. We are to have open communication with you all day. So, Father God, just as was prophesied, let your peace return to us. The peace that the enemy may have worked to steal and to undermine. And in that place of peace, God, Give us your revelation, your heart, your mind. Father God, it is our desire. We know that flesh and flesh produces flesh. But your spirit and our spirit together produces life. So, Father God, our desire is to manifest your life in everything we do, in every relationship. Let our words be seasoned with love. Father, you said in your word, love covers a multitude of sins. Let everything we do be motivated by a great love. A love for you first and foremost, and a love for ourselves, and a love for others. Father God, that's your divine order, to love you with all our heart, all our mind, and all our soul, and to love our neighbors as we love ourselves. Father God, you recognize that without your presence, without knowing what manner of man we are, our strengths, our weaknesses, our gullibilities, we are susceptible to the enemy's devices. So Father God, I thank you that on this line, we love you with all our heart and all our soul. And for those places that might be a, a little shaky, God, we give them to you right now in this moment. And just as Romans 12 and 2 says, present your body a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto you, daddy. That's the least we can do for so great a salvation and so awesome a savior. 
And Father God, we thank you for the renewing of our mind as we study to show ourselves approved. You will begin to renew our mind. That we will begin to be like you in the earth. That when men want to know what would Jesus do, they can look at us and see it. Not just what a nice person would do, but what would Jesus do in every situation? Father God, your word says, we know you by what Jesus did. Men know you, but by what we do through Jesus. So we thank you, Father, for the blood of Jesus. We thank you for the bread of life. Heal bodies today, God. That's what Jesus would do. We walk in divine healing and health. We claim it for ourselves and for our children, for our household and for those we love. And when we go into people's territory, we go fully covered in the armor of God, bearing gifts, gifts of healing, gifts of love, gifts of peace, gifts of long suffering, God. We are so grateful. And Father God, we ask you to bless our children and our children's children and those children that are attached to us. Whether they be grown or young or old, Father, bless all of those that are part of our assignment and our network. We destroy every diabolical network and evil conspiracy Confederacy that would try to hold us in bondage. And for those people that the enemy has been using, you said for us to pray for our enemies. And we know you're not talking to those that don't have an earth suit. So Father God, we pray for all those that have brought into our life diabolical things to cause confusion. Father, if it's operating in them, we ask for their deliverance. We ask for their salvation. We ask, Father God, that every demonic spirit that's attached to those that have been sent to destroy and to undermine the work of the Lord, we say in the name of Jesus, be healed, delivered, and set free in Jesus' name. May they come to a saving knowledge of Jesus. May the unclean spirits and the diabolical spirits be broken off their life in such a way that they're sitting clothed in their right mind because you are the same yesterday, today, and forever. We give you glory today, God as you tear down strongholds and as you release your peace into our life in Jesus mighty name hallelujah God bless you this week is going to be we're going to be praying for relationships we're going to be praying for discernment we're going to be praying for having God's presence in our life in such a way that we shift atmospheres and our atmosphere will not be shaken 
in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. God bless you. I love you. Peace and blessing in Jesus' name. Amen.